Yo, what's good family? I hope you all are doing well. And today I want to take the next step in our series of the Lord of All called Time. And I want to talk about time and how we use it. Alright, and here are a few facts about time that you may not have known. You see, time passes faster for your face than your feet. And that's assuming that you're standing up. When the dinosaurs were alive, there were 370 days in a year, not 365. Time passes slower the faster you move. Think about that for a second. And lastly, the oldest known object in the universe is a galaxy called Z8 underscore GND underscore 5296. You see, that's pretty dope. Time can tell a lot of things, and time can specifically tell a lot of things about ourselves, especially how we use our time. According to a study done by the HHS in 2018, the average young person spends about nine hours sleeping, about seven and a half hours in education, about four hours just chilling, and about an hour and a half eating, and about two hours doing other things like volunteering, religious stuff, etc. You see, this makes me think about what I used to do in high school. You see, for me, I usually spend about two to three hours um, sleeping a night on a weeknight. Um, and that was just because I'm a night owl and I'm a very creative person when it comes to um, late nights. And I didn't really find that out until into my adulthood and, you know, answering questions about myself. Um, but, you know, I would usually be spending that time you know, on Facebook, on MySpace at the time. I know I'm showing my age here a little bit, but bear with me. Um, listening to music, playing, you know, guitar when I couldn't play drums, um, playing video games, of course, and, you know, just doing, doing, doing life, you know, in the nighttime from about 9 p.m. till about 3 a.m., right? And then trying to get a little bit of sleep and then having to get up, not brush my teeth and go outside to get on the bus. Um, and so, with that being said, my time in school was usually spent sleeping with my head down on the desk. You know, the most attention I paid to were the back of my eyelids, right? I could probably tell you how many veins I had on the back of my eyelids back then, you know. Um, and then when I was at school and I was paying attention, it was probably when I was on lunch break, um, when I was at wood shop, when I was in P.E., um, when I was lifting weights or, you know, had practice after the fact, right? And then I would come home and if I didn't have wrestling practice, if I didn't have youth group, or if I wasn't playing the drums, I went straight to sleep until dinner time, woke up, and the whole thing started over again. And that was my routine, except for when we got to the weekends, right? So on the weekends, I would go to church, I'd play drums, I'd be in the youth group, I would, you know, sing or trying to hang out with pretty girls and talk to them you know but other than that um that that was the routine for me you see i wish i would have paid more attention and been more productive with the things that actually matter you know and not wasted so much time i wish i could have gone back and told my old self be like hey man look you need to stop being dumb you need to pay more attention to the things that matter you know and and specifically what god has told you to do you know, I had a calling upon my life at a very, very early age, and, um, you know, it kind of just fell away from me because of the ebbs and flows of life, and I think we all can um, level with that somewhere along the line, you know. You were doing something really, really good, you know, that you probably felt like God called you to, 
and you probably fell off because the ebbs and flows of life hit you harder. Here's what I want you to do, wherever you're at, unless you're driving, right? I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think. I want you to think about where you're at in your life right now. And I want you to ask yourself, am I being the most productive with my time? Okay, am I being the most productive with my time? Doing the best that I can do to not be lazy and not waste my time, right? Secondly, I want you to ask yourself, am I using my time wisely and am I using it for God and His purpose or am I using it for my purpose? And that kind of ties back into our message last week, right? Am I doing what I'm doing for God or am I doing it for my own selfish reasons, right? But the question still stands, am I using my time wisely for what God wants or am I using it for what I want? Now, what does God have to say about how we use our time and if we're using it wisely or not? I want to read to you a passage of scripture or as Pastor Kelly told it to me, a pericope of scripture. Um, And it's in Ecclesiastes, it's in chapter 3. It starts from verse 1 and goes all the way to 11. So if you are around the Bible or you got your phone, pull out your Bible app and let's read along together. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, okay? And it says, A time for everything. For everything, there is a season. A time for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to harvest. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear down, and a time to mend, a time to be quiet, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. What do people really get for all of their hard work? I have seen the burden of God has placed on us all. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. <laughs> Boom! You made it through the scripture. That's awesome. There are a couple of things I want to point out for you, though, that Solomon touched on here, okay? Firstly, he said it, it's inevitable that we experience troubles and that we experience evil in life, okay? And secondly, Sometimes life is going to be boring. Sometimes the routine that we're in is boring, okay? Think about the life that you're in now. You're in COVID, right? Life isn't what it used to be, right? It's a new day. It's a new age, new opportunities, right? But we're so stuck in our ways that we get bored of what we're doing, right? We've done everything. We've played the video games. We've been talking to our friends. We've been talking to girls. We've been talking to guys. We've been eating all the food that we wanted to, right? And now... Life is slowly starting to get back to what it was, right? But there are all these confinements that we have to adhere to in order to get back to what we know as life, right? But we gotta wear face masks, we gotta do this, we gotta do that, okay? Secondly, 
the thing that Solomon points out. He says, there are good things and there are bad things. And where there are bad things, there are good things. And we can't escape that. Thirdly, this list that Solomon points out, you know, we need to be taking full advantage of our time that God has given us. And the second to last thing is that we can hide the fact that we have eternity in our hearts because we are made in God's image, okay? Remember that one. And lastly, God has not revealed much of his eternal work yet, right? So that's why we have the yearning inside of us to leave that eternal holy life. See, You see where this is going? In the reality of the situation, there is nothing here on this earth that can practically fulfill us or make us feel like we're using our time wisely more than doing what God has called us to do, right? Think about that for a second as I say that again. There's nothing here on this earth, practically or intellectually, that will make us feel like we're doing anything productive, like spending our time doing what Jesus has called us to do. And you might be like, well, Pastor Tone, that just can't be true because there are so many people in this world that are extremely productive and don't necessarily call themselves Christians, okay? But I want you to think about something. I want you to think about this. Is it entirely possible that the reason why these people are go-getters, maybe it might be you, it was me for some time, right? Maybe why we're on the go so much is because we're not fulfilled. Is because we don't feel like we're being productive enough, right? We took a stride in, you know, scheduling out our day, doing better things, waking up, meditating, praying, doing our morning workout, then going and drinking coffee, and then, you know, doing some schoolwork or getting ourselves ready for school and going and, and banging out all the work for the day and then going to sports, doing extracurricular activities and coming home, getting some more work done, eating a good dinner and then, you know, not playing video games and then going to sleep and wake up and doing it all over again, right? And maybe you're getting on the right track, right? But ultimately, we've done these things for ourselves, okay? Where does God come in the mix of this, right? Are we doing what Matthew 28 said he said go out and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit okay where does that start that starts with the conversation right that starts with giving your testimony that starts with sharing the faith spreading the gospel have you spent much time doing that that's the productivity i'm talking about producing right producing those type of results the things that god wants us to do what would your life look like if you started doing what God has asked you to do? Using your time productively to do what he's asked you to do. Think about it. Maybe you're at a place in life where, you know, you, you fell off, right? You started going through the ebbs and flows of life and you, and you fell off the horse. Maybe you need a helping hand getting back up. Maybe God has been whispering to you. Maybe God's been telling you with his still small voice that his hand's out reaching to you. And he wants you to continue the fight. 
He wants you to continue to be productive with your time and use it wisely. Maybe you just need a helping hand. Well, you got it. Maybe you haven't started because you don't know what your purpose is. Well, I encourage you to go check out Matthew chapter 28 and read verses 18 through 20. And that'll give you a sound purpose to begin to follow. And that'll begin to allow you to ask questions to people like myself or people that know the scriptures well. Say, hey, where do I go from here? That's a good start in being productive with your time. My hope and my prayer for each and every one of you is that you begin, if you haven't already, to use your time wisely for what God has asked you to do. And if you've been doing that, my prayer for you is to continue fighting the good fight and know that the work is not done, right? We need to continue to build on our productivity, right? And our time that we use for God and the time that we use for ourselves because there is a balance, right? There's good and there's bad. There's always going to be trouble. There's always going to be evil, right? But it's God that brings us through. It's God. Let me pray for you. God, we just thank you so much, God. And we come humbly at your feet asking you, God. Asking you in surrender of our lives and our time. That we would use it productively for what you've asked us to do, God. And that's to go out and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God. And then continually growing in our faith, Lord. Becoming spiritually mature, God. And then sharing our story and testimony, God, about what you've done in us, God, and how you've taken our weakness, God, and you've turned it into a strength. And that same thing can be done in another's life. So God, we thank you right now for what you've done. And we thank you for what you're going to do in advance and in the things that we cannot see. And God, we yearn for you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Look, guys. I love you, and I believe in each and every one of you. I want to see you soar. I want to see you do great things. And until next time, love, peace, and chicken grease.